2: Hey, welcome into another episode of the Grinding True Crime Podcast with the host Maddie Matt, along with our narrator Gabby Goes and the other host of the show Todd Fox. And we are back here live to give you the last episode of the Jeffrey Dahmer. If you haven't heard any of the previous ones before, just follow us on our page on our Facebook page or Instagram tra- page, the Grinding True Crime Podcast, and also listen to us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, or whatever radio station, that uh, podcast that streams that you listen to. You can find us there. Just type in the Grinding True Crime Podcast, and there you can find some of our previous recording uh, we've done in the past from both myself, Todd, and Yadi. So, now that we got that out of the way, Todd, you got something to tell the listeners out there?
0: Well, this one I'm guessing is still since it's a true crime episode, it will be violent. There will be some death but uh, not as much as the previous uh, three so if you haven't heard the previous three this is the last part of this series brought to you in part by Gabby but if you haven't heard those three listen at your discretion with those because those are way more graphic than this one is going to (laughs) be
2: absolutely thank you Todd so without further ado we are at the conclusion of part four of Jeffrey Dahmer take it away
1: All right, guys so we left off on his
2: um, sentencing. Right? Sentencing,
1: yes. Sorry, I lost the word.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what partners are here for. <laughs>
1: so yeah, it was time for his sentencing in the last episode. That's how we ended. Um, just to recap, he was sentenced to life in prison, plus 10 years and for the first two counts. And then for the remaining 13, he got a mandatory sentence of life plus 70 years. Jesus Christ! And to Matt's disappointment, and yeah, mine too, he did not get the death penalty because that was abolished in 1853
2: in Wisconsin. Yeah. See. Yeah.
1: So we left off with Maddie very disappointed. Last very time. disappointed, so,
2: and I'm also I'm also curious because I thought that would be the end of the story, but apparently YouTube knows something more than I do. So yes. let's jump into it. So
1: continue that once the sentencing was done, the father and mother requested to be alone with him for 10 minutes. They said their goodbyes and they escorted Dahmer away. Three months after the conviction in Milwaukee, he was extradited to Ohio so he could be tried for the murder of the first victim, which was Stephen Hicks. The court hearing lasted only 45 minutes and he again pleaded guilty to the charges. He was sentenced to a 16th term. Of life imprisonment on may 1st 1992. i have never heard of anybody imprisoned for 16 life terms
2: in other words just 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 die in prison that's it you'll never see the light of day
1: yeah yeah there's no possibility he would get out of that no so he was transferred to the columbia correctional institution for the first year of his incarceration And then he was placed on solitary confinement due to concerns for his physical safety because of the fellow inmates, you know? They would probably be enraged once they knew
2: what he did. Oh, absolutely.
1: With his consent, after one year of solitary confinement, he he was transferred to a less secure unit. And he was assigned two hours of work cleaning the toilet block Mm. in that prison. Mm. Shortly after he completed his lengthy confessions in 91, he requested detective murphy that he would be given a copy of the bible so they did he had a bible and he gradually devoted himself to christianity he became a born-again christian what and on his father's urging he also read creationist books from the institute of creation research in may 94 he was baptized what a minister of the church called roy radcliffe baptized him in the Church of Christ and a graduate of Oklahoma Christian University in the prison world.
2: Wow! See, see, that's what that's what tripped me out. And I know we're going off topic, but I understand about you know giving people second chances. But this guy right here—if you, if you listen to the previous episode—you understand why I'm upset. This guy was just a psycho, and he gets a better opportunity: free college than anybody in these streets right now he was he get three meals a day granted he can't get out of you know that's his life now you know he's going to be behind bars for the rest of his life but he gets three meals a day he ain't got to worry about your rent he gets free college he gets baptized in the name of the lord supposedly and and you got some people out here struggling to find a first meal. Good citizens have to pay thousands.
0: We forgot for- about free Medicare, too.
2: Yeah, the free Medicare. Thank you, Todd. And, and it just baffles me, man, because this guy shouldn't be rewarded like
0: that.
1: Yeah, we all, everybody with their taxes pays for all of their benefits after they kill people.
0: I think he wanted to, um, I think he wanted to, uh, you know, when they give those wafers out the, at the uh, Catholic Church and they say, eat, uh, eat Christ's flesh, you know, oh, he- <laughs> this is... This is uh This represents Christ's flesh. Yeah, I think that's what Domner got turned on by the Bible. He said, "Wow, we're gonna be eating Christ. I'm in." That's jacked up, man. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I agree
1: with Matt though. That is, that's no. That is not punishment.
0: Yeah, that's not.
1: Easy.
0: Wow. At least, okay. at least in my mind, do it how they would do it in the South with. Just not be so racist, but I mean, with Dahmer being white, why why couldn't they just make it like you know, you get life and hard labor at the same time? Like, you have to be yeah. out there in the sun breaking <laughs> rocks or splitting, um, what is it, wood, you know, all day or something, you know? I'm
2: cool with yeah. that, I'm cool with
0: that, I and I'll agree. be cool with that, yeah. But
1: so,
0: for them, yep.
1: So, following his baptism. <laughs> Radcliffe was visiting Dahmer on a weekly basis up until November 1994. They discussed the prospect of death, and Dahmer questioned whether he was sinning against God by continuing to live. Hmm. Wow. So, referring to the crimes in the 1994 interview he did with Stone Phillips on Dateline, he stated that if a person doesn't think there is a God to be accountable to, then what's the point of trying to modify your behavior? to keep it within acceptable ranges. That's how he thought, anyway.
0: Here's mm. There's a point.
1: And you can see that. a point, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, he clearly didn't believe in God, which is weird why he became a Christian in prison. Yeah. Yeah. So in July, 1994, a fellow inmate Oswaldo Dorothy attempted to slash Dahmer's throat with a racer embedded in a toothbrush as Dahmer returned to his cell from his church service. Mm. Dahmer received superficial wounds and was not seriously hurt in the incident. According to Dahmer's family, he had been ready to die and accepted the punishment he might endure in prison. And his father and stepmother maintained regular contact with him, with with Dahmer's mother. She also maintained regular contact with her son. But, Mm, I guess after only in prison, because before that, it had been, like, years before she had seen him.
2: The real mom or stepmom? The mom. The
1: Mm -hmm. real mom. Mm -hmm. She related that in her phone calls weekly, whenever she expressed concerns for his physical well-being, he responded with comments saying, It doesn't matter, mom. I don't care if something happens to me. I mean... He was ready to
2: die. I would think so. But here's my question. I mean, as a parent, you know... If your kid did something heinous like that, would you still be in contact with them in prison? Me personally, I, I might I might have to say no.
1: I don't think I would. I yeah. think I would disown my child. Like I'm, I'm like, I, I, you're a monster. I did not raise you to be a monster. Yeah. Get out of my life. I don't know you.
2: Yeah, I might, I might, you know, if my son went on a killing spree like that and just tortured men or women or whoever, just, and just ate them and ate them and,
0: and the cannibalist Nah, yeah hey man hey <laughs> well <laughs> that's that's what i i was thinking too uh i'd have to side with gabby on this one i'd have to disown i'd maybe even change my last name because wow if, yeah because yeah because if you think about it i mean you think Dahmer. what do you think you think cannibal you think murderer and how is the family going to live on you know what i mean like doing <laughs> anything applying for a credit card you know, uh, buying a car, like even if that's the real Dahmer, you know, you go to get a car and someone's like, ha Jeffrey Dahmer, is that, uh, is that your son or your cousin or something? And like, uh, yeah, uh, that is, you know, like, I mean, I it, ru- it ruins, is. it ruins your life too. You can't move on.
2: That's yeah, true. That's you true. You not be able to forget. You're I mean, as it is,
0: too. you're not
1: going to forget, yeah. but when other yeah. people, like you, if you're related, like that's just
2: bringing
0: back everything. That's true. Your name is stained. Yeah. And, and, you're, and like Gabby said to are shamed, like you said, Matt, you know, you'd want to disown, you think about disowning them. Cause like as much as you like any person with a, you know, cause sometimes we, we, we hear these stories and the parents are like pro their, their kid, even if yeah. they've done something really bad, it's yeah. kind of hard to do that when you still got your kid, but that kid, your kid is responsible for ending other people's lives. I, I as, as much as I love my daughters, if they were to have done something like that, I couldn't live with myself still being like fully supportive of them, you know what I mean? Like,
2: I, I agree. agree, I agree. I would
1: feel like I'm condoning their behavior and I'm a part of that too. Like, I'm psycho, a- agree,
0: agree. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: here's where the twist comes, babe. Uh-oh. That you've been waiting for.
2: Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> on the morning of November 28th, 1994, he left his cell to go to work, you know, cleaning the toilets. Accompanying him, the, also the same assignment, was Jesse Anderson and Christopher Scarver. Oh, the trio were left unsupervised in the showers of the prison gym for approximately 20 minutes.
2: That's all it takes.
1: Approximately 8.10 eight, a.m., Dahmer was discovered on the floor of the bathrooms of the gym, suffering from extreme head and facial wounds. Ooh. He had been severely bludgeoned about the head and face with a 20-inch metal bar. Ooh. His
2: mm-hmm.
1: head had also been repeatedly struck against the wall in the assault, and although he was still alive and rushed to the nearby hospital, he was pronounced dead one hour later. What? Anderson had also been beaten with the same instrument and died two days later from his loss.
0: So. Wow. What a twist. Wow.
1: So Christopher Scarver killed both Dahmer and the other one. I'm guessing he killed Anderson just because he was present. But or unless he was mad at both of them, I don't know. But Dahmer... He ended his life there. Wow. Scarver was also serving a life sentence for a murder he committed in 1990, and he informed the authorities that he had first attacked Dahmer with the metal bar as he was cleaning the staff locker room before he attacked Anderson as he cleaned the inmate locker room. According to him, Dahmer didn't yell or make a noise as he was attacked immediately after attacking both men. Um, Scarver, who was thought to be schizophrenic, returned to his cell and informed the prison guard. God told me to do it. Jesse Anderson and Jeffrey Dahmer are dead.
0: Wow. That is definitely a twist. <laughs> well, when God tells you to do it, I mean
2: <laughs> you gotta do it. I yeah, mean,
0: exactly.
2: It, it has to be done. <laughs> wow. Well so so, let me get this straight. So let me get this straight. It was the three of them cleaning a the restroom. They were unsupervised for twenty minutes. Yeah. That's a long time to kill somebody, you know. You know how how long it take to kill to my Todd. You're an expert at that. Well, not saying that killing, but in, the <laughs> crime, in the crime, you know, you're <laughs> expert in, in crime and knowing.
0: Are you, you trying know. to give away my secrets here or something? My bad,
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is you're an expert in crime details because you know you you follow that really tough. And so my question is, this guy, this new, what's his name again? Scarber. Scarber beat Dahmer and Anderson. At the same t- well, you know, while you they know were together.
0: 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean okay. I mean, look, Matt, if I'm the if I'm the security detail, could be here or not, I'm thinking, okay, we have one inmate that's committed a murder, who knows what the other one did, and you got a guy that loves to eat people. It, at worst, you know, you're gonna have the, the guy that's eating people, eating people. So <laughs> like I wouldn't leave these guys alone for thirty seconds, let alone twenty minutes, because that's all it takes to slit someone's throat.
2: That's what I'm saying. 30 seconds could could, could take somebody out. Yeah. My question is, I understand he's got a metal pipe, but it's two on one. You can't let they're somebody. They're
1: in two different areas.
2: Oh, they're in two different areas. He I thought they were together.
1: Dahmer. Dahmer was doing the showers, did I mention, or the toilets?
2: Oh. He I was guess.
1: cleaning the staff locker room. Anderson was cleaning the inmate locker
0: room. oh
2: okay so they were they were, they were together but they were yeah. in two different, they had they were different assignment. Assignment.
0: yeah Anderson was like <laughs> hey keep it down in there guys I'm trying to clean and then the, <laughs> then the other guy came in there after it got quiet that's better and then he starts beating on him <laughs>
2: you know? okay. I got it now. I thought they were together, like cleaning a certain area and then yeah. you just start Same beating on both. Simon got it. Separate rooms. Got it. Got it. Well, I don't know the Anderson guy and I don't know what he did, but for Dahmer, I'm not going to say I condone violence, but he had it coming. He had that one
0: coming. Problem is, I think in, in this thing, like what Gabby said, you know, he didn't get the death penalty. He wanted to die. He was yeah. looking to be in general population anyway so that that would raise his you know his uh chances of getting killed um he literally got what he wanted and for him he was battling demons and then he had god brought into it so he was actually developing a conscience so i think it would have been more hurtful to him for him to live on and to be in his 60s and 70s and all these years go by and he has this in his head he got the easy way out. That's probably why he didn't resist either. He was probably like, good. No, he, do you think he just allowed it? Like, he just put his hand in his back and said, kill me. I, keep I think so. I think he probably probably didn't even shield himself. Oh,
1: from being beat. Yeah. Wow. I think came out of his mouth as he beat him. Wow. I think he just let loose and said, this is what I deserve. Take me.
2: Yeah. I could be beaten like that and not even scream or like Yelp or something. Like, I mean, hey.
0: Dang.
1: You know what? He was probably imagining in his head what he did to the other man.
2: Probably. But he couldn't react.
0: Probably. Look, look probably. Just, think, just think about how bad it is to watch Exorcist one time, let alone all the times he did, and then see the actual things and feel the actual things he felt and taste the things that he tasted, seeing what he did afterwards to all these people. That beating was probably nothing to him.
2: That's true. That is true. He probably went into a trench or something. Yeah, maybe. He checked out. Yeah. He literally checked out.
1: Dang. So, yeah, he got a pretty massive beating and cost his death. But in my opinion, as you know, that was not enough. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Garver was adamant he didn't plan these attacks. He later told investigators he had concealed the 20-inch iron bar used to kill both men in his clothing shortly before the killings, which yeah. makes no sense. of I didn't plan it. Yes, Tw-
2: you did. Twenty inches, though? How do you hide that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> How do you hide that, man?
0: Well, I was thinking, I was thinking, if it was maybe half that size, he could, you know, do it a certain way. But 20 inches is 20 inches. call. <laughs> Can't bend those- <laughs> He'd be feeling that in his throat, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> he'll,
2: be, he'll be touching maybe, his tongue. Maybe
1: in the front <laughs> leg pants, his pant leg.
2: Yeah, but even being twenty inches, like you're gonna see a bulge, Paul. You're gonna see a bulge in a leg or something like you. like, it like it a metal pipe. Like that,
1: not that much. No, let me do it right here.
0: But hey, Gabby, does this say anything about like the cops just not patting these guys down? Not really. I mean, because like. We all know on this if you listen to the show and, and regularly and you know, Gabby's done stories, Matt's done stories, and I've done stories with bungling cops. Is this another yeah. is this another case of bungling security guards now?
1: Well, there is nothing that mentions like what the heck the the guards were thinking or they I don't know, they they didn't care to check.
2: <laughs> they probably turned their eyes. They probably knew. Come on. Because, so? look, y'all, c- come on. If if the inmates get wind of you know molesters, child molesters, and stuff like, they get wind of that, they automatically know that's a death sentence waiting for them, for, for that person in jail. So, who knows? These inmates probably got wind of it. The, the 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 cops probably even told them, like, hey man, look, I will turn my back. Just 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 take care of it and do your thing. Hey. Go for it. You know, the, I, I believe the cops allowed it. Turned it back.
0: Well, they can be bought, so. Yeah. Because I mean, now, I mean, Scarborough, we all know his name now. hmm Where we wouldn't know his name before.
2: hmm Now his name is linked to Dahmer.
0: hmm Well,
2: I didn't know his name, but, but yeah, you know. Now you know. Now I know. So, <laughs> wow.
1: following all this, after they learned about his death, the mom, Joyce, responded angrily to the media. Now is everybody happy? Now that he's bludgeoned to death is good enough for everyone? Oh, stop it. I That stop pisses it. me off.
2: Stop it. That
1: pisses me off so much. It's, it's like, wait a minute. This broad has no, like, you have no place to get mad and then say things like that because you're resentful against everybody who's wishing him death. He did horrific things, but nobody should wish his death. Now you're butthurt because they're happy.
2: I don't know if Hitler's mom ever said anything after the, you know, (laughs) but that would be the equivalent of Hitler's mom saying, okay, are you happy now? He killed himself. He shot himself. You got what you want. Like, no, no lady, no lady. (laughs) This man deserved to be punished on a measure of high ground. (laughs) oh yeah and you should say nothing about it you have nothing to say on that because hey it wasn't you who did it it was your son and you know
1: what if if that was my son i at that point if i'm gonna say anything it would be um i hope this helps the families of those my son hurt move on i wouldn't say anything i was like you know what i'm saying if you have anything to say oh i give you a condolences for everybody who's suffering. Your son is crazy. He did nasty things. He he deserves to die.
2: I would say this. If that was my son, I would say, you know what? Uh, it, unfortunately, my son was murdered, but hey, he, he put himself in there, and he, sad to say, he got what he deserved. I, I have no sympathy whatsoever for what he's done, and I, could, you know, my condolences to all the families that he's lost. Now we can have closure in this story. Boom. Yeah. But I, she, was mad. she had no reason to be mad
1: So the families of the victims They have like mixed feelings About his death Most of them were pleased with his death The district attorney Who prosecuted him Cautioned against turning Scarver Into a folk hero mm-hmm. you know, People were gonna say good You know give him props For killing that dirty bastard
2: That wouldn't go that far
1: she said that, I mean, the prosecutor said, you have to note that Dahmer's death was still a murder. On yeah. May 15, 1995, Scarver was sentenced to two more additional life sentences.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. the murders
1: of <laughs> Dahmer and
2: Anderson. Now, in that situation, that's a slap on the wrist. Literally. Sorry, <laughs> like he's already there for life. <laughs> he's already there for life. Oh, you going to slap more life on me? Okay, Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a person like Dahmer and many others that are that sick do not even deserve for the person who killed them to go on trial i they don't deserve that why are people getting consequences over his death
2: because at the end of the day he got away
1: with so much for so long
2: i got you i get you but by law it's still considered a murder you still have to well, take it a trial.
0: Fair, are they? I, no? I think I think you cut back his meat intake for about a year. You say no <laughs> ham, no turkey, you're vegan for a year. That's that's your punishment.
2: That's your punishment. That's your pun- I you know, but you know, at the end of the day you still yeah, murder a murder. <laughs> so-
0: and, you, and then you tell him, Hey Scarborough, when God tells you to do something, next time don't do it. Okay. For real though, <laughs> they're all pretty. Please don't do that. Don't listen to God. <laughs> it's like how did you he, want How did God life talk to you?
2: sentences added to your life
1: sentences. Yeah,
0: exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you want to spend eternity? Do you want, want to spend another eternity of your life in and life?
0: In and for life? <laughs> I know his lawyer. His lawyer's like, look what God got you into, man. You got more life. Did he tell you you were gonna get life? <laughs>
2: oh my goodness oh man so
1: although Scarber confessed to having concealed the weapon he said that he hid it in the morning of the murders right mm-hmm. he stated that the murders were results from a confrontation in which one of the two men had poked him in the back that'll do it as three had begun their assigned work detail all three of them that'll do it In the renewed account of events, he claimed that the two had laughed at him when he had turned around in response before Dahmer and Anderson each walked to the separate rooms. So, he followed Dahmer toward the staff locker room, and he immediately, before murdering him, had cornered him, presented a newspaper article detailing his crimes, and demanded that Dahmer answer whether the account was true or not. Dang. So he confronted Dahmer with his crimes. Then he alleged... He had been revolted by Dahmer's crimes, and Dahmer had been openly unrepentant, so since he taunted the prison employees and fellow inmates by shaping his prison food into imitations of severed limbs, complete with ketchup to simulate bloodstream, <gasps> and prison staff, knowing of Scarver's hatred for Dahmer, deliberately left the two men unsupervised so he could kill them. Well, there
0: you go. Yeah, so, Matt was right.
1: There it is that's your answer. He claimed the staff left him on purpose.
0: So is that is that true, though, that he would carve his food into, like, body parts or make it look like that?
1: That was his account of it, that he, okay. he grew it. to hate him because of that. They knew his crimes, and then he would, like, pretty much throw that in their faces by doing that with his food, which showed he's not repentant of what he did. I
2: believe it. Oh, heck yeah, I believe it. I don't believe he... Born again, Christian, found so his new way. was like, disgusted
1: nah. by him and took the chance to. Pretty much here is a list of all your sins, and I am here to pass judgment. Today you die.
2: Dang, imagine you getting cornered like that. Somebody give you a newspaper, say, did you do this? Yes. You are judged.
0: Bam. <laughs> like, well, I mean, did, did they? Did they actually come at him and say, well, did you read the Bible? Because in the Bible, it says only God can judge. And then he's like, well, God did tell me. So he gave me the power to judge at that particular moment.
2: <laughs> well, God talked to me this morning. He said, handle my business. So he, I'm going to do it.
0: Yeah, he's all ignore that scripture. What I meant is for you to judge in this case. Go <laughs> on about judging. <laughs>
2: Dang. <laughs>
1: So Scarver (laughs) stated that Dahmer was so disliked by fellow inmates that he always required a personal escort, at least one guard whenever he was out of his cell so that people wouldn't attack him.
2: Wow, well, except for this particular moment.
1: (laughs) Dahmer had stated in his will that he wished for no services to be conducted and that he wished to be cremated. In September, 1995, (laughs) his body was cremated and his ashes divided between his parents i would be i like, wouldn't want his body
2: this dirt I wouldn't want nothing to the trash absolutely I <laughs> absolutely I would leave his body in the jail I understand our our respect his request but I want nothing to do with his body you can keep his ashes
0: that's nasty I mean I mean yeah i, I wouldn't want it either because then you'd have ashes of other people in those ashes you know exactly. what I mean? he's ingested other people like he's in, yeah nope
1: so there was a the vigil uh, For what? after the scale of his crimes came to light a candlelight vigil to celebrate and heal the Milwaukee community
2: Oh, okay.
1: 400 people attended and it was leaders gay rights activists and family members of several of the victims they stated that the purpose of the vigil was to enable Milwaukeeans to share their feelings and pain of pain and anger over what had happened. The Oxford apartments where he lived, where he killed 12 of his victims were demolished in November,
0: 1992.
1: Yep. The site is now vacant lot and we might turn it into a memorial garden or a playground or reconstruct to new housing. All of that has failed to materialize. Nobody wants anything built there.
0: Uh don't blame them. Damn, since 92, that's been vacant? Yep. All them. Oh, wow.
1: Wow. wow. You know oh. what? Me?
0: Oh, good.
1: Dahmer's estate. He had an estate. What? Oh. It was awarded to the families of 11 of the victims who sued for damages. In 1996, Thomas Jacobson, a lawyer representing eight of the families, announced a planned auction of his estate. Although victims' relatives stated the motivation was not greed, the announcement sparked controversy. So, A civic group of Milwaukee Civic Pride established themselves in an effort to raise the funds to purchase and destroy his possessions. The group pledged $407,225, including a $100,000 gift by Milwaukee real estate developer, Joseph Silber, for the purchase of Dahmer's estate. Five of the eight families represented by Jacobson agreed to the terms and Dahmer's possessions were subsequently destroyed and buried in an undisclosed Illinois landfill. Uh. Lionel Dahmer retired and lives with his second wife, Shari, still. They refused to change their surname and have professed their love of Dahmer in spite of his crimes. Wow. In 1994, Lionel published a book, A Father's Story, and donated the portion of the proceeds from his book to the victim's families. Okay. Most of the families showed their support for Lionel and Shari, although three families subsequently sued him for using their names in the book without obtaining their consent. And a third family, of Stephen Hicks filed a wrongful death suit against Lionel Shari and former wife Joyce, citing parental negligence as the cause for the claim. Oh, come on. Joyce Flint died of cancer in November 2000. And prior to her death, she attempted suicide at least one occasion. His younger brother David changed his surname and lives in anonymity. So his brother is the only one that said, I want nothing to do with this, changed I'm his William. name, and moved
2: on. I'm
0: yeah. I uh, I would have done the same thing. I mean, that's, that's wrecked the family. Um, and then I wouldn't want to write a book about about that because you're trying to profit off your son. Even if he's yeah. donating the profits, it, it still looks greedy. It still looks you're putting, like you're putting your name out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
1: like him trying to donate to the families, I mean, that's a good thing, trying to do something in return, you know, like for the families because they're, their son or – whatever the person that died was to them is dead now it's gone it's gone sorry <laughs> it's but making a book that's like okay you're bringing attention to yourself now like what is this the story of what you went through with your son like that's not necessary the yeah. families don't need that yeah if yeah. you're trying to do that then open up a freaking site or something an account to donate
0: go fund me or a- something
1: yeah families you know raise the money some other way if you're trying to help them
0: he just exploited his name because of the Dahmer name and he thought maybe you know he could
1: yeah because he didn't want to change the name
0: yeah i have a question did the the grandma she's obviously she's had to pass by now but did she pass before he went to jail
1: you know the story doesn't say that the only thing was that she was when all of this had come out She was already feeling weird about him but she she i think disowned him since it started since the beginning
0: that's a good question yeah Yeah, because i wanted to find out about that because um i figured she was the only one that was on to him the mom had split phil with the other son and then the father was on his own life with a second marriage kind of in and out of the house so i could kind of see the neglect there but in the way Dahmer was already older by then he was already of age so it's not really on them. They tried taking him into counseling, into to, to um, uh, churches and also to rehabs. So it, that's on him. Dahmer turned out the way he did because of However, he did with the killing animals at a young age and things of that nature. I mean, they I mean, maybe they could have did some more back then, but I don't really blame it on the parents and then the grandma was probably like, "I knew it. I knew it." What? Yeah. Some <laughs>
1: <laughs> like she had a feeling something was not okay. Oh, come
2: on now, yeah. I here think so. Now here's was, here was my question. You mentioned that the gay activists were part of the you know he was gay. So who like what were they doing? It's just,
1: um back in those years, as you know, it was frowned upon. It wasn't as open as now, like oh you can be gay now. Yeah. You're like out there. So they were out there fighting their rights because the reason they felt these things were happening is because all the guys that got involved with him were secretly gay. They couldn't be told about it. So Uh, that made them be in his apartment in private where nobody would know. And in turn, it caused their death.
0: mm, Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, they they were targets and it was um, like... Like, yeah, when a guy would get raped, they wouldn't go to, you know, like how many times did Gabby tell us about yeah. raping guys? None of them yeah. went to the police. Got you.
1: Remember, he only he got his membership just like just <laughs> for that bar, that club, yeah. after so many rapes.
0: Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's insane. And then back then, it's like if you come out of the closet to your family, people give you a standing ovation. Now if you come out of the closet to your family, they're like, man, turn down the TV, dude. <laughs> or, or turn up the TV. I can't hear the game. You know, it's like shut up.
2: <laughs> shut up already. You gotta go go. <laughs>
0: yeah, we get it. You're gay. Okay, whatever. But back then it was like stunning and brave, you know. So I.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. That was in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. So, That was
1: Donner's crazy story. Wow. To end the episode and then give me your final opinions. I will mention all the victims. Okay. Wow. <laughs> starting with 1978 was Stephen Mark Hicks. He was only 18. In 1987, Stephen Walter Twomey, 25 years old. 1988, Edward, James Edward Dockstader, he was only 14 years old. Oh. Richard Guerrero, 22. 1989, Anthony Lee Sears, he was 24. 1990, Raymond Lamont Smith, also known as Ricky Beeks, was 32 edward warren smith 27. ernest marcus miller 22. david courtney thomas 22. in 1991 curtis Durrell strotter was only 17. ero Lindsay was 19 years old. tony anthony hughes was 31. Conorak synthasenphone which is the one Whoa. that almost escaped was 14. matt cleveland turner was 20. Jeremiah B. Weinberger was 23, Oliver Joseph Lacey was 24, and Joseph Arthur Bardenhoff was 25. Wow. Man. Well. These were the murders he was sentenced for.
2: Well, he wasn't choosy, you know, he got many, many ages
1: yeah it's just sad the 14 year olds it's like when the 17 year old like what much defense were they gonna have oh yeah and the 14 year old like he was so close to escaping. had the stupid cops listen to those women and not told him to shut their mouth mm-hmm. he would have made it yeah he would have had some effects on his brain but
2: at least he would have been
1: alive you know the, the acid they the poured hydrochloric in the chloric acid but at least he would have survived
2: Wow. So, what do you think?
0: Want to go well, first, Matt?
2: Well, I, for me, I think this guy was a monster, just sickening. And I didn't expect the twist to happen like that in jail. I honestly thought he would still be in jail right now, alive, but, um, for some strange reason. But, uh, you know what? In jail, you sometimes get your sentence in there as well. So he got his death sentence. He might not have gotten it through the jury system, but he got it in a jail cell. So I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say he got what he deserved, but uh yeah. <laughs> but definitely a sick individual.
0: Yeah, I think um I think he would have gone in my personal opinion, insane by now. Uh, even with the God complex and the other things uh, rattling around in in his head. Uh, I think he was on track to be a tortured human being in a jail cell. And that's why he wanted to be in a general population, because had he been one of these guys that was segregated and was protected like these pedophiles, I think he would have been miserable. Um, He was going to get his at some point. The law of averages would have taken place. It just for me, it's shocking it was so fast after his sentencing, like he mm-hmm. didn't spend more than a, just a couple of years in prison and that was it, you know, like he didn't endure the old prolonged pain like he was probably just getting into that scenario in his head and then he gets he gets a, a, a way out. Yeah,
1: I think if he had lived through a longer time with his sentencing and he didn't feel targeted anymore after a few years. I don't care if he was trying to be Christian or not. Like that guy's heart was rotten. He had he had no heart. Yeah. Oh, so I feel that eventually he would have been doing the same in prison.
0: Yeah, I think so. Or I mean, he would, we, or he would that, have committed suicide.
1: What more yeah. punishment was he going to get? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. That's true. Wow. Crazy story. Very crazy
2: story, and that's. A, a very interesting one, you know.
1: Yes, guys. Research it if you want. Listen to the other episodes. This guy was a pretty big sicko.
2: And you know what? I went on Google and saw some photos of some of the things. Oh, yes, it, yes, it, no. It shows actual graphic pictures. So yes. if you go online and look it up and show, and look up the photos, they actually show it, and it's very graphic.
1: Yeah, make sure your kids are not seeing that.
2: Yeah, because they actually show parts of the body, even, uh, you know, private Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, thanks, Gabby. Because I, I, she, you told me, and I looked it up at the same time, and I saw an image that's still stuck in my head. So yeah, it's still stuck in my head. Man. I,
1: honestly, yeah. like, I had, we had already found some images, and I have screenshot huh. them to send them to you. And then you went searching for it. So I'm like, oh, okay, so he's gonna look for them. I completely forgot about them. The other day, I was deleting photos from my phone, and I told Matt, "Oh my God, those disgusting pictures of Dahmer man. are still here." <laughs> But yeah, those photos, I can't get out of my head. Like, one of them, if people want to know, it's it's one of the heads of the victim. Mm. And it's right there in his fridge on the shelf.
2: Yeah. And the other one...
1: And next to him are the privates.
0: Yeah. Still intact. Yeah. That's nasty.
1: Yeah. It's disturbing. If you don't want images stuck in your head, don't look for them.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well...
2: Anything else, Todd? That's it for me. Daddy?
1: That's
2: all. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the conclusion, part four of our Jeffrey Dahmer case. And if you wanted to hear the other three parts, you know where to do it. Go to our website. I'm sorry. Go to our Facebook page uh, and our Instagram page, Grinding True Crime Podcast, as well as iHeartRadio, iTunes, Podbean. You can find us on Grinding True Crime Podcast. Uh, our website for our sister page, The Grind, you can find that on our website, www.thegrindpodcast.com, and listen to some of our, our podcasts that me and Todd does on the on the side. So, with that being said, this has been Todd Fox—I'm I'm sorry, this is Maddie now, your host, <laughs> along with our narrator today. Gabby Gabby.
0: And the other host of the show. Maddie, I mean, Todd Fox.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs>
2: Ooh, peace. <laughs> <See ya. laughs> See